0: Hey, 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 what's up? It's your girl, Oatmeal Brown, and I'm back to put it all the way down on Out the Box with Oatmeal Brown. And without further ado, you already know what's up, and you already know who's in the building. I'm introducing to you, your intellectual correspondent, intellectually high Dr. Andrea Smith. What's up,
1: cousin? What's up, what's up? up? Happy weekend!
0: Happy weekend (laughs) to you, too. Look, they gotta know why you start laughing because I was about to say more, but you know, she's (laughs) gone back to her um birth last name,
1: yes, yes gonna be a transition you know yeah, yeah. Smith, Smith Moore stuff so same OG you feel me <laughs> you feel me
0: <laughs> you feel me but you don't hear me though Man. so how are you are is everything going good and gracious with you today
1: everything is going good and as gracious as it can be you know um it's interesting, you know. The day we record these podcasts, it's it's typically the same type. It's typically the same day of the of the weeks for me. So, okay. so for me, I'm just like this is always a down day. This is a day where I'm relaxing, but this is the day that I'm preparing for the week. This is the day that I'm giving thanks. This is just a, it's a transition day. So. Uh, you know, I'm present, trying to be as present as I possibly can while preparing for this week. It's another big week that's coming up for me. And I don't need to be covered.
0: Just Definitely.
1: like any little day, but this week, extra coverings are needed.
0: Let's make sure we all gonna keep uh, Dr. Andreelle Smith covered. Dream, intellectually hyphy, mother, daughter, cousin friend, all of her duties. <laughs> You know, Mm -hmm. we all need to be uplifted. Please pray for me, Oatmeal Brown, Jacqueline Brown, you know, line sister, sister friend, cousin, you know, all of that, niece, homie. Mm -hmm. Keep us all uplifted. We all need to be uplifted in the right type of prayer. Don't pray on us, pray for us. If you don't know how to pray, cool, don't even worry about it, you know? It's all good, it's all Mm -hmm. good
1: i will say i got to see beyonce last week you know and that was thing going right to the uh renaissance room shall i say beyonce is just amazing the highlight for me would be seeing blue 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 ivy 11 years old out here setting it off setting it off like a stepmaster, dancing her little self off in front of 60 plus thousands of people like night after night after night the fine tuning that that is doing for her life I couldn't help but to think how much you getting paid for this girl how much do you (laughs) get paid how much do you get paid they setting her up right they setting her up right but um, I know you going soon y'all if you haven't got a chance to go see the renaissance tour remember you can buy your tickets same day in most places so I'll say pull up if you can it's worth it
0: yeah I already got my tickets I go on the 21st. So, you know, I will be ready. I ain't saying that I got my outfit ready right now. You know me, I'm a rebel, but I'm not. I'm going to do right. I'm going to go in accordance to the um, what Beyonce has requested. I'm going to have on my Renaissance <laughs> album outfit. You know, i will be trying to come like homecoming. You know what I'm saying? But um, I will be, you know, I will follow the dress code of the theme. So, okay. I will def- definitely you know make sure that I will take pictures and do a little video and highlights because you know I am not the picture taking person it's <laughs> like I love to be in the moment all like people next to me at concerts recording I be like well, that's enough <laughs> you know like, enjoy the concert dance sing you know because then people that be recording the whole thing like come on you pay and this is what you are gonna do forget bump bump your friends on social media. Who cares? They should have got a ticket. But, you know, I make sure I will get (laughs) some highlights of, you know, going to the concert. It's always monumental. I love Beyonce. You know, I am a part of the Beehive team. Mm -hmm. I am, um, you know, I just been a part of, I feel like I've been a part of her evolution ever since uh, Destiny's Child so I love to see people's growth and mm-hmm. just, you know she is an amazing entertainer. She always entertains. She has never left me unentertained. I've always gotten my money's worth when I have attended a Beyonce concert.
1: Man, shout out From, to Destiny Shout.
0: Yes, 25 Destiny years. All. Yes, all the way up to um, now. So I'm excited. I can't wait. I know it's going to be a a great time. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'll let you all know. I plan on going to the Tony 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 tour concert as well. I'll be going in November. I can't wait. I'm coming home for that. Yes, I am coming to Cali because I know it's going to be amazing. Oakland already sold out the first show, so they have two shows. You already know Oakland going to be popping with the Tony, Tony, Tony reunion tour. All the original members, Rafael Sadiq is amazing, amazing artist, creative, singer, writer. Um, What is it when you play instruments? I can't even think right now, but he's all (laughs) of that he's all <laughs> of that so it's gonna be him and the brothers All of the, oh that's gonna be bum.
1: That is. that's gonna be really nice it. that is that is that is and Destiny's Child about to go back on tour too they celebrating their 25th year Why is kept they about to go on tour
0: I can't wait for that too I'll be there I will mm-hmm. be there you know mm-hmm. I'm not a fan well I'm gonna be crying and paying $600 and all that and I don't do that but i definitely a supporter and a fan of good entertainment, music. I love music from gospel to hip-hop to R&B, jazz. Yeah. I love it. I love music. So um, I definitely love attending concerts that is going to be well worth it, well worth satisfying what it is that I like to do. So you know, people talk about, oh, y'all paying all this money to go see Beyonce and listen if people want to do that that's how they want to spend their money because it makes them feel good then that's what they do yeah she is a movement she's she's so inspiring like the whole just everything you know this woman you know how much she's practiced to be to be amazing you know and the family her daughter being a part of it i know it's gonna be off the chain.
1: Yeah, Ty, Kirk Franklin, Ty Tribute on tour, Lauren Hill about to come to Oakland in November. There's a of different concert out there happening. So that being the one, live shows are the, she's naive. They're funny.
0: They are. They are. SWB, C, Drew Hill, they're all on concert right now. Man! But you know, SWB stakes. they stay being in concert. You hear me?
1: Wow. They came back in 2008,
0: 2009, and they ain't stopped since those is my girls. I love me semester. I want
1: to see them. I want to see
0: them. Yeah. Erica, she was I think hers ended. She was on concert this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of the old school, old school groups um, old school hip-hop groups are on concert. I went to the hip-hop concert in April actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Eric B and Rakim, Dougie Woo-hoo! Red, Face Oh yes, oh, it was tight. It was Big Daddy came Oh my wow. god. It was it was off the chain. So i been I just got some as I said, I've been busy. I'd be having to sit down because I be forgetting where I've been.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: because there's a lot going on between mm-hmm. everything, between these different stuff that I'm connected to. It is <laughs> <just> all popping. <laughs> so yeah, I'd be yes, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna be quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rest. I'm going to enjoy the moment. I'm doing all that. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah. Nobody. So I'm going to live. We're going to live. we
1: outside. we outside.
0: we outside. And, and now we're trying okay. to speak. That flows into the topic of discussion. The effects of people pleasing.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: a heavy people. one too. You know, we are living in a, we always say this, but there's a lot of stuff going on in the today's times that we have to realize um, that may be affecting us, our health, our mental health, um, even our wealth, our growth and evolution, and uh, what we call loyalty what we call being there for people. And you have to realize when you need to be there for yourself. And how pleasing everyone else can have a negative impact on you and your livelihood. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We've had a podcast called Your Life Matters. And we didn't get into the people pleasing part. That's why we're doing the people pleasing part today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have seen, I have been, I have witnessed how we don't realize we're in a certain aspect of people pleasing and we will run ourselves ragged. Mm-hmm and mess up opportunities for ourselves block blessings based off of trying to hold somebody else up and our life is falling down um knowing exactly what people pleasing is and I, I think it has a, a few different facets that's one facet of it then there's the person that um, this isn't me it could be somebody else I don't know if it has been you um, I always believe in genuine connections I, I've always believed in if you if you like me for who I am you like me right I don't have to do anything to make you like me to um, do anything over Um, The top are what I would do in a friendship or any type of relationship, whether it's um, your siblings, your cousins, your family, your friends, or of a companion relationship between a man and a woman. I mean, if you date women, women and women, if you date men, men and men, but all of those relationships requires people to be reciprocal, you know, reciprocal. And sometimes um, certain people want to be a part of a certain thing or they want to be connected or they want to be liked or they want to be loved so they people please. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not one of them. (laughs) So um, in that aspect, I can see when others are doing it. I would not do that Personally, because I believe in authenticity and the connections that you make in your life um, and as I've gotten older I've also seen that there are certain people that you can party with and those are your party friends if you party you have certain people that you do business with because it's all about business there are certain individuals that you can pray with and talk to God with if you're a, a spiritual person or a believer in God and Jesus. Mm-hmm. Whatever your beliefs are, you have people that you you can go to for that. Um, and then you may have people that, I mean, whatever your network is. And sometimes you might be able to find somebody that you connect with that's all inclusive. But then there isn't. You know, it's not all inclusive. And so, um, because I'm multifaceted and well rounded, it took to evolve and grow to know that you, you're not going to get that all in one all the time. No. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know how you have to know how to separate.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, um, again, I will never do anything extra for someone to take a liking of me. You know what I mean? I'm not going to mm-hmm. please you to like me. I'm not going to buy you to like me. I'm not going to extra cater to you and there's no reciprocation. I'm not going to do anything extra. I'm not going to people please. And so um because I don't people please and because certain people don't know what people pleasing is I have been stamped that maybe I'm not welcoming or I'm not um, the right type of friend but on the flip side I've had others that like you're a great friend I love your authenticity I love your rawness I love your transparency I love your realness Um, I love the fact that we can grow together and those Mm -hmm. that I don't grow with I still love them I just meet them where they are does that Mm -hmm. make sense Yes. so if we club together but we you know we went out together if we worked together on something and you know you're still this is where we were where we met and we connected
1: Mm -hmm. they
0: still respect the fact that I've grown, right? Or they respect the other areas in my life that's a part of me. They don't say I'm fake. They don't say I'm trying to be something else. They don't even try to cross over that. They love me for me. So I'll just say I'm making myself in the, as an example. They love me for me and all the pieces of me. And we still cool and we connect. We can still go out to eat or meet up and we don't have to go to a club just because we clubbed. 15 years ago does that make sense mm-hmm. um, they're not oh she's not cool no more because they like me for me mm-hmm. and um, that's that's all about being authentic and true to you um, I don't create anything to be liked or to bring people in um it's just you you we have to connect on where we are. Like there has to be often authenticity. Yeah. Of your personality, your character, or whatever it is that um, you're relatable to to another individual. I'm not going to mm. put on for you to like me. So what what do you see uh, well, as people pleasing? What's your definition? What is What has been your experience? What have you witnessed? What do you know uh, for people pleasing to be.
1: Um, I would say my understanding of people pleasing, as somebody who would say, for sure I grew up as a people pleaser and may have even like mimicked that behavior, my children may have even saw or may also imitated some of that behavior. My understanding of people pleasing um, is that typically it is a trauma response from something that you have may may have actually dealt with all the way in childhood. Um, but for, you know, for other people it's different, but again, it can be that you experience violence in your home. You know, you experience violence with a parent, with a caregiver, um, or even, a even if it wasn't in your childhood, it could have been in a relationship, a romantic relationship that you had a partner. Um, maybe you had, uh, an emotional unavailable parent. Um, maybe you grew up with, um, a parent who was narcissistic or your romantic partner was a narcissist. And so everything around that relationship was connected to trying to either keep the peace in the home, um, be the fixer of your parents' problems. If your parent had a lot of problems, you as a kid was trying to help, help your parent fix their problems. Or again, if you had a narcissistic, narcissistic partner, you want to your partner emotionally happy because of how they behaved if everything wasn't cycled around them and you know and what they wanted to do then they might um you know lash out in a particular way or not be happy and so you in this automatic response are trying to make them happy and keep them happy um so my experience with understanding the root of people pleasing is that it really is connected to like having traumatic experiences in your childhood or in your adult uh, romantic partnerships but it also is connected to like where the side effects can be like low self-esteem it can lead to low self-esteem it can lead to you like doubting yourself and questioning yourself it can lead to you putting other people obviously before you put your own needs Um, and then a big part of it though is just like these expectations to make the people around you that you love happy because maybe you see them unhappy and you want to make them happy but um and and that would be like in my particular experience and it leads to like codependency so because you are emotionally connected to maybe your mom or your dad is not doing so well now you think that you're not doing so well because they're not doing so well so that it leads to like this emotional codependency and the same thing in romantic partnerships if you have like i said a narcissistic partner then it can lead in the same way and it shows up i think in your workplace um you might want to work really really hard and then the job doesn't actually take care of you for how much work you're actually doing they actually take advantage of that and they use and abuse and exploit that um i definitely have learned over time that it can make you show up and feel like you always got to be on always got to be like showing up and, and performing and again trying to make sure everything is good everything is right and you feel that burden to do that when there are other people there could actually help but because those people are not really interested <laughs> they leave that responsibility on you so that's kind of been my experience with people pleasing and it wasn't until around 2020 that I really began to see that in myself um in my romantic partnerships how I showed up as a parent, emotionally unavailable, how I showed up at work, like high performance mode, and just like really, I feel like in some ways, labor being exploited, where I was like, what the hell? And what is this all about? Because it led to my unhappiness on a, on a, on a mental health level. Um, and I had to check in with myself. I'm like, what's that about? And why is that? And this shit has to stop. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it has to stop so that's kind of like been my experience and my understanding Yeah.
0: okay yeah and that's very similar to what the um, definition is I want to pull up the definition just mm-hmm. to you know give a um, whatever the, the politically what they were, are giving as the politically correct definition so to speak and it does mm-hmm. say um, people pleasing what causes a person to be a people pleaser um, causes a people pleasing childhood trauma Difficult or traumatic past experiences, such as abuse, can lead people to become more agreeable in order to feel safe and secure. Mm. They may believe that pleasing others will stop any abusive behaviors from forming, um, from being triggered. Um, the tendency dependent personality disorder, uh, social trophy, something like that, a personality trait people pleasing is also associated with a personality trait known as sociotrophy this is when you feel overly worried with making other people happy so you know there's, there's more and even them going into um, is it a mental illness it might not be a condition but it can cause other conditions or be a part mm-hmm. of several factors in the development of mental illness Mm-hmm. So others can go, y'all can go further into that. We know everybody doesn't like to research. So that's why we're giving you <laughs> a quick synopsis of, you know, something that, you know, you can think about in out-the-box ways of thinking and, you know, different signs and medical terminology of what people-pleasing is. I had to learn the difference between what people-pleasing and toxic loyalty was
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, because I'm a loyal person I'm not a law lo- and I have been loyal to a fault and loyal to toxic and I had to learn and still learning um, that it's my fault mm-hmm It's not the other person's fault. It's my Mm -hmm. fault um, because you have to learn what toxic loyalty is. If it's something that's hurting you in the process of being loyal to something or someone else, you're affecting your mental health amongst other things. Mm -hmm. And Um, If it's a person, because people, you know, with this loyalty thing, it can get kind of sticky and tricky. Um, Because if someone feels that you should be so loyal to them, well, you're not caring about yourself. You got to let that person go. Right. Anybody, you know, whoever, you have to let them go. If they expect you, it it to be all about them and never about you Mm -hmm. and people look at you in a certain way like I've been looked at and my loyalty has been in question um, but I'm like but I never saw you know in certain situations I never saw you people there in the midnight hour when I was there Mm -hmm. I never Mm -hmm. saw you people there Mm -hmm. during Mm -hmm. this whole entire process until now so how can mm-hmm. you question my loyalty when it's it's toxic now you know what I'm saying it's toxic loyalty where I'm being affected by continuing to show my loyalty where nothing is being changed does that make sense like you can't mm-hmm. change another individual um, I'm not killing nobody over no bullshit you see what I'm saying Um, I'm not being down for someone that is destroying a family, right? I'm not being down for you if you whooping a dude's butt or a dude is whooping your tail. Like, I don't get down with that. That's toxic loyalty, you know? And if you get mad at someone because they don't have your back and you're being destructive, that's messed up that's that's you're you're asking that person to be toxic for you to Mm -hmm. put themselves in danger on that level of something that you do that you know is completely out of you know that's no as a a person that's truly loyal to you will say i don't even want you to get mixed up in this you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying it's all me if I'm going to go to jail, just come pick me up. You know, uh, the money is here. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Yeah. I, your well-being. I'm not going to drag you down with me. I'm at the ledge. I know you've been trying to help me not go to the ledge. I know you've been trying, but don't, you not going down this ledge with me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not even... I'm going to let go. Because I... This is me. It's not you. Right. Well, it takes sometimes it takes experience as the best teacher
1: mm-hmm. to understand mm-hmm. that.
0: You know what I'm saying? After you've already you jumping off the ledge with the person. You know what I'm saying? And you getting toe up. So either way it goes, you toe up. So when do you say, I choose me? Right. Right? I choose me. I'm not pleasing, nobody on the outside. I don't care what they think. I choose me. We have to make those choices. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And if you don't make the choice, that's on you. But you can't... Everyone's life and livelihood matters. We can be there for others sometimes. We can. And we're supposed to be. But if it's going to be a complete drain
1: mm-hmm.
0: because we're not trying to be better for real for real
1: mm-hmm. like for real, for
0: real you know that's just like uh, when you say this is just I love to make analogies so people to better understand a person that apologizes to you but there's no change behavior that's manipulation right if you can somebody says, I'm sorry for calling you a bitch, Drea. But then they keep calling you a bitch. Or they don't make it, they don't really show that they're really trying not to call you one. They're
1: mm-hmm. continuously
0: doing right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, Gonna, you're gonna feel like you're just apologizing to be apologizing there's no change behavior here
1: mm-hmm.
0: so are you gonna please you would be trying to please people please them by continuously being in that situation where you're it could look like you're being manipulated And you're affected by this shit. Mm-hmm. You're affected by it, right? So you have to choose you eventually.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So a lot of people experience different things to, in their life. Not all of us, you know. So that's why I'm just generally speaking. But this usually, usually can identify this um, after experience life experiences then you can start identifying you know if you are a people pleaser if you're not um even if it's a situation where it's somebody that you were in a relationship with or that you're close to am i am i just constantly people pleasing this person I'm not going to do that. You know, are yeah. you not? You don't have to do that because your life matters, right? right? Your mental health matters. Your spirits, your peace, your energy, all of that matters. You have your own stuff to deal with in your own life. And, and in that trying to help another person, whoever it is, You can't help somebody that don't want to be helped because you you are not responsible for healing another person. Mm -hmm. and Another person is not responsible for healing you. Mm -hmm. But can y'all walk hand in hand in a journey of healing? For sure. Me and you have held hands and walked Mm -hmm together
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know you don't put more on me I don't put more on you and even in that when you feel when you're feeling a lot of pressure you'll say it's a lie. I don't want to tell you I don't want to put it on you you respect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you ask that and mm-hmm. as I do the same right because I don't mm-hmm. want to keep you have told me before you keep coming to me about this but you never make a change you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying eventually mm-hmm. you have to make a change
1: mm-hmm.
0: in whatever you want to call it if it's toxic loyalty if it's people pleasing because mm-hmm. sometimes it can be the same but not the same
1: You mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so you have to make a decision yeah, yeah. and because the effects of that whoo for, for the for the for a people pleaser that has um, that's just pleasing people on the surface, and you know that there's it's their traumatic response. Okay, you're doing that on the surface, but how are you? How are you? Right. How is your mental health? How right. are you by yourself when you're not in people pleasing mode?
1: Right. Seriously, you know. I, yeah, I think you said uh, toxic loyalty. Right, you when you end up enabling your, that loved one or that close friend's toxic behavior because you're supposed to be with them, but then you're like, I'm enabling this shit. Like I <laughs> enabling you to think that this is okay or to make these choices, even if it's not about you, the choices they're making for themselves, and they get mad at you if you want to continue to be an enabler. Right. Hmm. Yeah. The
0: the enabling and people know not realizing if they're the, the enabler or if they're an enabler abler or not
1: yeah uh, manipulating that right they'll manipulate you like you're not being loyal you're not being my friend you're choosing that side or you're choosing them or you're choosing this but no like that's manipulation Um, I, and I remember like I think honestly sometimes women are socialized to be like this and sometimes Christianity, unfortunately, incorrectly um, interpreted, teaches people, you know, you serve others, you put others before you, et cetera, et cetera. So then you feel bad if you're not putting other people's needs before you because the Bible, but, after, but if you actually read closer, God is like, nah, you you please me first. Yes. So as long as whatever you're doing, if it still honors me first, then yes, that's a green light. But if it's connected to somehow now you're not only just dishonoring yourself but you also dishonoring god and the god in you that's when you're going down the wrong lane yeah
0: right right because you know you can be sisterly you know again we always bring up because these are the different things we connected to you can Mm -hmm. be sisterly to someone that is in your sorority right and Mm -hmm. you got their back and you feel like you're being of service and sisterly, and then it's not appreciated. You have to know when to cut it off, and when you're you're to you know to help, but yeah. don't become, don't let it become toxic loyalty or people pleasing,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because then
0: it will turn around and have a negative effect on you. Mm-hmm. Two way, you're tired. You're burnt out. You're neglecting what you need to do for self, and then they turn around and get mad at you when you don't enable, or when you say Mm -hmm.
1: no. Right, that part right there.
0: When we talk about a real one, because you know everybody like, what's a real one mean? A real one is going to say no. I don't. I'm not gonna drag you into this. You've done enough. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Let me handle mm-hmm. this. And when I do, you know, hey, we can go to lunch, or you know what I'm saying, or we can pray, or we can watch Netflix, or what have you. But you, I'm not gonna drag you into. You know, you don't gotta people please me. You right. don't have to. Be, you don't have to be toxic in your loyalty. Because right. I am accountable for my actions and what it is that I'm doing. Right, that's a real one. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's what a real one is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're going to you know, pause
1: you, like you said, they're going to stop you and ask you, "No, no, you got to do that for me. Like, do this for yourself."
0: Right. Yes, because they care about you hmm hmm And your well-being as well.
1: I hear Kendrick Lamar's song. I think it's called Mirror. And he's like, I choose me. <laughs> and it's like an right. entire ode to all the people who told him he's not loyal because he's now chosen himself and his mental health.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. And you know, we we've done that. I I choose me. I choose me. Mm -hmm. in my mental health and you can have connections where that is, you don't even gotta say that because it's reciprocal there's no people pleasing people, you know, you care about them they care about you, you know there's the growth and elevation that truly exists um, Mm -hmm. in action not just in Mm -hmm. word you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and you don't have to feel like you know, you're doing the most, or you're doing so much, or you're people pleasing. That does exist, and so you know, we just have to realize that choosing you is yeah. not bad, selfishly, mm-hmm. uh, if it again is protecting your mental health, yeah, your peace, yeah, your livelihood. Your wealth, your goals. Because what God has for you is for you. And yeah. you have to, you know, in that and in, in, even in that spectrum, spectrum, what God has for you is for you. And you gotta do that.
1: Yeah.
0: And that I should like be
1: received. I like how you said. Um, you know, it always goes back to ourselves. People-pleasing is a toxic trait. Like, it just is. If you are a people-pleaser, then you have to take accountability and understand that that is you participating in some form of toxic behavior patterns. It just, it is what it is. Like you said, it, it falls back on us to be like, well, wait a minute, how am I complicit in all of this? Because you're not the victim if you're the people-pleaser. Once you start to understand and look deeper into it, you have to see where you've been complicit. And why and change it. Yeah. It's a right. toxic. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a toxic. It's a toxic trait, you know, and there's toxic loyalty. There's people pleasing is toxic mm-hmm. because people will change themselves to fit in a certain conversation or a certain scenario. You're changing yourself. You know, some people even be lying. Like, why are you lying to, to, to be. Accepted in the conversation where you can mm-hmm. just be quiet. Like, I, if I don't have, if I can't, if I don't relate, I don't relate. I don't say mm-hmm. anything. That's my mm-hmm. opportunity to listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we got like, a saying in our community.
1: You yeah. ain't got a lot of kids. Kid.
0: <laughs> but some people do. <laughs> right. You know, and I, I, I can't do it. Like, where I'm at in my life, I mean, I've never been that type of people pleaser to be liked. I'm not buying friends, but mm-hmm. I do love a reciprocal friendship where we look out for each other. You know what I mean? Like I'm not counting the pennies. You know, I'm not counting now. We start getting into some big dollars. Okay, I I, I, I get that. You know what I mean? Mm. Because you don't wanna, you know, um be, you know count nobody else's pockets. Right. You know, but if we, you know, just like us, we around each other, we have a good time. You know, there's no if we we having a time, we having a time. We not out there just like dropping G's and not, you know, we're not doing that. You know, where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, come on now, but we're not. We're we're just loving and just free because it's reciprocal, right? So there's I'm not doing anything extra for. Cousin to extra cousin me. You know what I'm saying? And and vice versa. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: This is who we are. So we're comfortable and trusting in that space with each other. And Mm -hmm. if you're not comfortable in a space with somebody and trusting, then you don't need to be in that space with them. And you know, you don't we don't control another individual. People don't control each other. And you shouldn't have to people please. And you shouldn't have to have toxic loyalty. None of that. Yeah. So, uh, we just wanted to have a quick podcast on the effects of people pleasing. Knowing when it's okay to say no. When you put yourself first because you matter. And knowing if if someone that you are close to in a relationship, a family member, or whoever, work, a job, a, a project, I don't know, that could say it could be a person or a thing. Knowing, you know, if it's people pleasing, knowing if you're going too far,
1: mm-hmm.
0: creating those boundaries, knowing what that really means, not because everybody's talking about boundaries now not because everybody's talking about narcissists not because everybody's talking because you know there's these words that become popular and then everybody jumps on it Mm -hmm. but then they don't know the details of what it really means like the actions Mm -hmm. and that word you it ain't adding up with you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. it needs to add up Yeah, because people you know just like with protecting their peace everybody want to protect their peace some people is running from accountability it's not they're not protecting their peace they're running from the the real situation Mm
1: -hmm.
0: running from communication running from the hard conversation so you know people with those stuff out there you got narcissists calling other people narcissists (laughs) so you know Really, really knowing what people pleasing is and what the effects it can have on you if you're out there uh, doing it purposely or you doing it you don't realize it, you know, it, and it's unintentional because you think you're being loyal. Yeah. So was there anything else that you had to elaborate on that before we close it out? Intellectually high Um,
1: I just would say, remember that loyalty begins with you. And then again, if you're, if we, if we out here wondering, you know, which side am I on? Am I participating in any of this? You know, it, it's okay to be asking yourself those questions and then to be thinking about like, you know, how you show up as a selfless friend, right? Um, You might want to do something with your friend. You might really be excited about it, but it may not be what is best for them in that moment or something else comes up. We got to know how to fall back and be like, like you said, what is going to give them peace? What is going to be the best for them? Even if that's not what we want, but to give them that grace and to know, like they'll come back around, right? And that's what keeps the friendship strong and healthy and growing and and allow people to be able to show up as they whole self, they full
0: self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yes indeed yes Yes, indeed so once again great podcast great topic of discussion great subject hopefully there's some gems in there that people can hear understand they can relate to spark their brain and help them out in their life Mm -hmm. in any area that you know people pleasing either um, they've been exposed to it they do it they received it or they didn't, because yeah. even receiving people-pleasing, you got to be cautious of that. Somebody just is trying to do everything for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a red yeah. flag, too. Woo!
1: For real. Red Don't
0: flag. take advantage of those people.
1: Don't take advantage of those people, Oh, <laughs> you know, because they will do it. You're going to take advantage, but like you said, that's a red flag, because somewhere in there, they got we all got work to do, but somewhere in there, they still got some work to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All righty. Well, until next time, peace, love, and we out of here.
1: Peace out. Stay out the box.
0: Stick outside the box.